When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Bud Light, this football season, keep it crisp with Bud Light. Sooner football has been brought to you by OG&E, power at the speed of life, and by State Farm. Talk to an agent today at 800-STATE-FARM. Now, this is the Bud Light Post Game Show. Second down and eight from just inside the 20. Hurts fakes a handoff, straight drop, looking to throw, has all day. Now he's flushed right, being chased. He'll run it himself, throws late, end zone wide open. The Bullfrog, touchdown, Jeremiah Hall. It is over in Norman, and Oklahoma cruises today, 52 to 14 over the Mountaineers of West Virginia. The University of Oklahoma and Sooner Sports Properties would like to thank our concession partners, Rib Crib, Chick-fil-A, Frito-Lay, Pizza Hut, Johnsonville, Nacho Express, and Kona Ice. Sooner fans, be sure to catch the Coach's Corner presented by Riverwind every Thursday night at 7 p.m. on the Sooner Sports Radio Network and Sooner Sports TV. 52-14 the final, and we bring in Coach Merv Johnson now. And Coach, what'd you like, what'd you not like today? Well, there wasn't really anything I didn't like. I think that, uh, you know, one of the real good things, they came in here, obviously, with a team that's behind it. You know, they're not having a lot of success, but still talented. And uh, they started off with some things that probably our team didn't know they had or didn't hadn't worked on, weren't, you know, maybe quite prepared for. But uh, I think the great thing about it, the Sooners, by about the second possession, had it under control and everything was going just the way they wanted it. And it pretty much kept that way the rest of the day. I uh, don't know, you know, maybe what they did allowed the uh, or managed that the defense had to have uh, more people out spread out in coverage and they weren't able to do the things that we did against Texas last week where they could stunt, angle, do things like that with, you know, four to seven guys, uh, that it was smarter to do what we did today. Other than that, uh, 
uh, you know, it was a smooth road. You know, it was impressive, Teddy. Remember the first two offensive plays for West Virginia today? Mm -hmm. Little jet sweeps to Sam James that both got nice yardage. But by the third time they ran it, Oklahoma had kind of solved it. And that's pretty uh, good indication of this team's ability to make changes on the fly there. No, it is. I mean, they ran it three times in a row, and the third time we absolutely snuffed it out. In hindsight, probably not very smart by West Virginia just to continue to go to the same thing. You run it, you get some success out of it, and you come back to it later before they have a chance to see it a couple more times. But, yeah, I, I think this defense does a really good job of adjusting. I think that we've we've got multiple strengths defensively. It's, it's not just our backers or our corners or our defensive line. We've got, you know, all, really all three levels of our defense are, are playing really well. Defensive line is always a threat to get to the quarterback. Uh, backers are playing well, uh, are blitzing well. We're bringing good pressure. So, and I, I think the biggest thing, and it, it is absolutely noticeable, is our guys are tackling better one-on-one -on -one in space. And we've seen it several times where guys uh, are, are in a position one-on-one -on -one and make a play. And I think the biggest thing, the biggest reason that's occurring is because you, they're understanding where they fit in the framework of the defense and understanding I've always said this, and it's it's kind of strange and it sounds weird, but you have to know how to miss a guy. And what I mean by that is if I'm going to overrun a play or if I'm going to miss a guy and force him somewhere, I have to know where that help is going to be. I'm always going to miss him where he turns back to where my other players are, my nearest player is, and guys understand that. And it helps you make that play because the the guy with the football can see that other person too. Right, so he's not going to cut back inside if you know if you're going to miss someone, you're going to miss him inside. So it helps you make that play. And I, I just I think these guys have dialed into this defense. They've been coached really well. The scheme is great. The way they practice is great. And I think it's going to be a continuous improvement. Excuse me. Let's go down to the field. Chris Plank is with Jalen Hurts. Hey, Jalen, real quick. I, I just wanted to say T.J. Simmons came over to say hi to you. How kind of unique is that and seeing one of your former guys that you went into Alabama with? Uh, yes, sir, man. That's, that's a guy I love forever, a brother for life. Um, I'm glad to see him having the success he's having. I mean, it's, it's great to see him. What was really working out there for you today, man? You were really on. I just think we had the right approach as a team. Uh, there's a lot of stuff we still have to improve on. We're never satisfied. We just got to continue to take steps. And uh, you really Move the ball around. Charleston Rambo was great. Dispersion was good today. What was kind of the key to spreading the ball around today? Um, just, just going out there and executing. Um, not into the specifics, just doing what we do. Um, and, and, there's, and there's a ton of room to improve, so we got to get better. Did you see the things you wanted to see today from this team to be able to handle success like they had against, like you had against Texas last week? We're just going to try and be one and all every week, take the right approach every week, and uh, be the best version of us. Hey, congrats on the win, buddy. Thank you. Large crowd of autograph seekers gathering around Chris Plank there as he makes his way off the field. Sooners win at 52-14. Blue Cross and Blue Shield of Oklahoma and OU Athletics have teamed up to recognize outstanding teachers in our classrooms and communities. Visit OUTeacherOfTheGame.com to nominate your teacher to be honored at an OU football game and win $1,000. Let's take a time out. We'll get Rufus Alexander's postgame thoughts when we come back. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Hertz has the football. 
Wants to throw. Lobs end zone. Caught. Charleston Rambo. Touchdown. Ball out Charlie in the end zone. And it's 13-0 OU. A six-yard touchdown pass on the slant from Jalen Hurts to Charleston Rambo. Sooner fans, be sure to catch Sooner Football 2019 with Lincoln Riley, presented by Integra's Heart Hospital. Log on to Soonersports.com for airtimes on Sooner Sports TV. 52-14, Sooners avoid the upset today, but for the second straight week, we have a massive upset in college football. Wisconsin has been beaten at the buzzer on a field goal by Illinois, 24-23. Let's go straight to our Wisconsin's correspondent, Teddy Lehman. Your thoughts on that game? <laughs> Thanks, Toby. You know, it's just unreal, okay? I, I I finally, I hold off. And I'm a Wisconsin fan. I've got a friend there that's the head strength coach. I like Wisconsin. I, you know, I, I cheer for him. It was your lock him. of the week this week. It I was believe, my lock it? of the week this oh. week. Yeah, you know, let's see. A, a number six team in the country against the worst team in the Big Ten. You'd think it would be a a, a pretty easy pick. So Unbelievable. Who's the head coach over at Illinois? Lovey. Lovey, Lovey Smith. Lovey Smith. That's the voice of Rufus Alexander, the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Year. He watched the game down on the sideline. What'd you think, Ru? Uh, overall, man, good performance, both sides of the ball. Uh, West Virginia just didn't have, they don't have the horses to stay with OU. Uh, defensively, didn't get the turnovers that they, get the turnovers that they wanted to, but I mean, I said earlier on, man, a three and out is just like a turnover to me. If you, especially if you have them on the 20, you get some good field position and keep it that way. But defensively, they played well. Um, West Virginia was getting the ball out of their hand, didn't want to get Austin Kendall hit a bunch of times, so they was doing some easy screens, easy bubbles, and it was smart by the coach. Put him in the open field, make the safety, make tackles over and over again in space. So uh, quick in a, in quick screens, quick routes, get the ball out of their quarterback's hand because they can't run the ball to save their lives. By 51 yards, says, uh, yeah, they're terrible at running the ball. How many carries did uh, they ended up with 51 yards on 30 carries today? Wow. They averaged less than two yards a carry. Boy, that is just, I don't know. You've seen them in person now, Teddy and Rufus. Is it is it just the O-line? Is that what it is for them? Well, it has to be. I mean, th that's where you, you, you have a lot of really good skill position guys, uh, especially in this conference. You know, you, you can take most backs and insert them into a good offense, and they're going to be really productive players. So I don't think it's their, their running backs. It's got to be the offensive line. There's no movement. They're not pushing people off the ball. Um, you know, and I'm not going to say that their scheme is bad, but whenever you're not running it, you got to get creative and try and find ways to, to get some yardage going somehow. Uh, say this isn't working, and, you know, we've got to create that something. A, a little bit today. They did. But to be fair, some of those jet sweeps were credited as passing yards instead right. of rushing yards. Yeah. So that is a little bit misleading. But, but I, I think if you look at it, I mean, they, they need to mix it up a little bit, throw a little bit more on first down and run it on second down on, on this stop making everything so obvious and how and when they're going to run the ball. Uh, maybe change up some formations a little bit on how they run the ball also instead of just making it out of just certain formations that they were in. You could kind of see when they're going to run the ball and how they were leaning. They had a few tails in the game and guys are able to able to tee off whenever you have a tail and that's what happened. Oklahoma just they played in the backfield and didn't let them do too much running the ball. There's, uh, sorry, I was just going to say there's one more thing that, you know, a lot of times whenever uh, a new 
new coach has taken over a program, and the writing's kind of on the wall with West Virginia this year, what type of year it's going to yeah. be, right? There's a reason Dana Holgerson headed to Houston. Right. There's, there's coaches that will come in and say, I know it feels like we're pounding our head against a brick wall with these running plays, but this is going to be our bread and butter. We have to be able to get where we can block these plays up whenever we need four, five, six yards, anytime we go to it. And I get it. This year, we're, we're outmanned. We don't have the horses, but this is who we're going to be. Let's figure out a way to get it done. And instead of scheming up crazy things to try and win football games. I think Neil Brown is kind of in first-year coach mode right now where I, I'm trying to in, instill the foundation of this program and this is what we're going to be and this is who we are and trying to build on that a little bit instead of just one-off scheme stuff. Yeah. I think some of that's cooked in. Dr. Tim Shannon and Dr. Mark Revels at Orthodontics exclusively proud to present the junior captain of the game at midfield for each home game. For info on how your child can become the next junior captain. Go to orthoexc.com. Rue, I want to ask you and everybody about Jalen Hurts' day when we come back. Sooners win at 52-14. Postgame thoughts of Lincoln Riley coming up soon as well. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. You're listening to the Bud Light Post Game Show. Saturdays are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Oklahoma, and please drink responsibly. Let's head downstairs for the Lincoln Riley Post Game interview brought to you by Travis W. Watkins Tax Resolution and Accounting Firm. All right, Toby, we're down here with head coach Lincoln Riley. Coach, congratulations on the win. Uh, pretty dominant third quarter from this team coming out of the halftime locker room, wasn't it? Yeah, that was probably the thing on the day I was the most proud of. You know, in the third quarter, we, you know, we really shut them down defensively. Uh, had the first, you know, really good drive there offensively. And then obviously the pump block, you know, was, was, was awesome. So really good to see us surge there when, when West Virginia gains momentum there at the end of half. Coach, another very balanced day when it comes to running the football and distributing those carries. Uh, how important is that to have guys stay fresh and all be ready to go at the same time? That's big. It is, and it's it's going to pay dividends. I mean, we're going to need them all. We keep saying it every week, but we're going to. Um, as you get into the later months here, later part of the season, uh, you're going to want to be able to run fresh guys in there, and we've got good backs. And so, you know, want to keep giving them the ball. Trust me, I want to give all four of them the ball. I wish we had more than one right now. <laughs> How about Jalen and the way he handled things after a couple turnovers last week? He really seemed dialed in. Today. Yeah, he was. He was dialed in. Had a good week of prep. Carried it over. Uh, through, had some, you know, just you know, pretty, pretty awesome throws out there on top of you know making some really good decisions. One of my favorite moments of the game, all of you guys just mobbing Austin Stogner. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Is that is that how you envision that uh, that big guy scoring his first touchdown nah, in a no you uniform? How about that? What a, what a way to do it, too. He'll score a bunch of them here, but that was uh, a heck of a first one. Yeah, a great block by Braden Willis, and uh, awesome to see our punt return team get one. And, and then the defense, after giving up a couple of touchdowns in the first half, they locked him down in the second half. What was the key to that? They did. I thought we tackled better. Um, you know, we still had a few penalties, um, but we, we did a much better job getting them on the ground and we also had I thought I felt like we pressured you know Austin a little bit more in the second half got the ball out of his hands you mentioned it how how was it seeing Austin Kendall play out there had to had to feel good you, you recruited him you brought him in here it's good to see him get his opportunity yeah no it's fun to see him play I mean I, several of those throws I remembered while we recruited him you know, I mean he, he, threw some, he threw some great great balls out there it's not I, it is it's it's bittersweet in a way you know what I mean so I, I root for that kid you know just in wrapping up it was really cool to kind of see all of his old teammates too like right right they they, they still love that guy that's kind of cool to see no they do he's, he's he was a part of us for a long 
long time, you know, big part of our team, and, and sort of there's a lot of relationships there. Hey, and wrapping, key going forward now, Kansas State next week, and what do you want to see this week in prep? Yeah, road, you know, another big road game. You know, we know how important those are. We know how dangerous, you know, going to Manhattan, Kansas is. It always has been, and going to be a lot new about those guys. So we'll have to have a good week and be ready. Congrats on the win. Good luck, Coach. All right, thanks, guys. Lincoln Riley's postgame interview presented by Travis W. Watkins Tax Resolution and Accounting Firm. We solve IRS problems. Well, here it is. We teased it in the last segment. One major upset already in college football today, and it sounded like this. This will be a 39-yard attempt from the middle of the field for James McCourt with four seconds left. Wisconsin 23, Illinois 21. The Badgers have no timeouts. They can't stop it. McCourt for the win. Oh, that's <laughs> Brian Barnhart on the call. I believe that was Martin O'Donnell, who is his color analyst. And uh, obviously, uh, the Illini excited. And that meant a lot to cheer about around there from uh, Illinois football in a while. They win a big one, though, today, 24-23. Let's take a break. We'll uh, get back to talking Jalen Hurts and some more postgame sound coming up. Sooners win comfortably here today. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Double tight in left, first and goal from the two. Snap to Hertz, rolls right, wants to throw, looking, looking, stops, comes back, he'll run it himself, touchdown! Spectacular! Jalen Hurts, he put on the brakes at the four. The guy went flying by and he darted in. That's your OG&E power play of the game today. OG&E is power at the speed of life. What a day Jalen Hurts had, fellas. Coming off a game in which he turned it over twice in the Cotton Bowl. And not that he didn't play great, Teddy, down there. But it was kind of like, yeah, you know. Today and he, he had goes, some decision. The week before that in Kansas, yeah. we were looking at some things. He yeah. was on point today, man. 16 of 17 passing. The only incomplete pass. Do you remember it? Uh, yeah, the drop by Stoops. Stoops. Hey, you calling that a drop? I mean, he took it was a, a drop. Shot. It was, took a nah, shot. It was a drop. I he saw. I saw the replay. He, he Bob, dropped if it. you're listening, I, I'm not calling it a drop. <laughs> Bob, it's a drop. He dropped the ball. <laughs> 16 of 17, 316 passing yards, three touchdowns, no picks. Mm. On the ground, he runs it 10 times for 75 yards, two more touchdowns. He goes for five total touchdowns today. What'd you think, Rue? I thought he had a great game. I mean, uh, there was some. There was a throw um, one time though where he ran it actually, and it was a three a three man rush, and CD was coming open, and kind of coach kind of got to him and said, "Hey, he, you got to anticipate that route. We could have got a first down right there." So he's still holding the ball just a little bit, but man, just he's getting better and better and better as it keeps on going. He's going to be scary by the end of the year. He's starting to trust it a little bit more and do a lot more different things. I like where Jalen Hurts is going. He's just he's just playing better as it goes. You you want him to pick up things faster, but the dude is he can run the ball. He's the total package as far as what you want for this system at OU. Coach Merv, what's your quarterback grade card on Jalen Hurts today? Oh, 98 or 9. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I agree. One I, completion. Superb. I mean, I, I think that is the, 
That's dang near as good as it gets. Uh, he was accurate. He was great on the short stuff. He threw some really great deep balls where he dropped it in the bucket. Uh, great decisions for the most part, running the football. Uh, that one slip early on. We can we can look back to the two or three bad plays just off the top of our head easily. One of them wasn't his fault. It was a drop ball on a third down, a good throw. The other one was Hard a slip hit. early in the game. And Stoops dropped the ball. Before that's he got really hit. it. I mean, that, that's what we're talking about right now. And it's, you know, what's uh, promising is that's kind of what we're doing defensively, too. You're just whittling this thing down uh, 60 minutes to just a handful of, of things here and there. And I just think it's amazing the way that our team puts together 560 yards. It's like, it, where is it? Where, where are those yards? It's hard to hard to remember back. It's just so so seamless and it easy. It felt like he dropped more, like he like he didn't complete that many passes. It felt like somebody like well, another not, incompletion here or there, but it wasn't. They didn't throw that many, you know. So it's like you know, just you the complete. one that Drake Stoops had, and he had separated on the hard hit. <laughs> That's the only one that was an incompletion. <laughs> hey, I got to see Carroll at halftime every game, so I, you, you can say whatever you want. I'm sticking to that story. <laughs> Sooner football brought to you by Bank of Oklahoma. Long live your money back downstairs to Chris Plank. I think he's got Kale Gundy down there. All right, Toby, Kale Gundy joins us for the post-game show. Kale, first and foremost, congrats on the win. That was uh, whatever that halftime locker room speech was, we got to bottle that because this team came out and played incredible in the third quarter. Well, it's you know I think it's very important, obviously. Um, you know, we, we allowed them to come back and get seven points real quick. They're right for half, and... We know obviously we had the opportunity to come out and take the ball first. So you want to you want to take back charge. You want to make sure they know that hey we're we're not letting you guys get back in this game and, and we're going to prove a point here. And we did a good job offensively. How does it feel? I mean, you put 52 points on the board. You average over 10 yards of play. I mean, it feels like you play really well, but for some reason, it still feels like you can play better. What what does that say about the level of talent on this offense? Well, I I, I, I think that, and I think there's at times we're a little spoiled around here. You know, and, and I don't, again, I'm not to pat ourselves on the back, but we can. I mean, we, you know, as, as offensive coaches and, and our players, I mean, we, there's still stuff out there that we can be better at. And we just, the, the standards are just so incredible. But you look at it, you know, like you said, you have 59 plays and, um, you know, almost 10 yards a pop. I mean, that's ridiculous, you know. Um, so it's just, uh, but the good sign is, like we talked about, there's we can be better. Let's talk real quick about Lee Morris getting back in the action a little bit. A um, couple big catches. How good was it to see him get things rolling? Uh, it was really good. It was, uh, you know, good. Uh, those guys have been, you know, battling and fighting all year. And, um, you know, there's just, um, you know, just been some situations just where, you know, it just ball hasn't gone to their side for one reason or another. There's everything's pretty much still there. Uh, but, um, you know, he's definitely a, a big play guy. To, it was good to get him back going again. And obviously, you know a lot about the quarterback position. What, what did you see from Jalen today? Looked like he was very confident, very yeah. calm in the pocket, really efficient. Pulled it down and ran it when he needed to. I, th I thought he played really well. I, I thought he did too. Um, again, I didn't know his stats, and somebody just told me he was 16 to 17. And I mean, geez, are you kidding me? That's good. <laughs> I mean, are you kidding me? Um, you know, but again, he, I think he's, um, you know, he's still a new guy. He's still a young guy. You know, he's still a first year guy, even though he's been in a lot of big games and he's he's a senior. And uh, but he's still young in the system. Um, but he's, you know, the more and more, the more reps that he gets, and the 
and the more patience and, and just understanding that, you know, that it's okay to, you know, give the ball out here to this guy for five yards for a hitch or for a, you know, a, a short route can turn into something big and, and just not press anything. You know, to see Kennedy Brooks click the way he has the last couple of weeks, patient runner, uh, isn't he? I mean, it's, it's really nice to see his patience out there. And then you get the power to Mondre, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, Trace still in there. We're talking about with Coach. It's uh, got to try to find a way to spread those carries out, but you keep that full eye on the offense. How impressive has Kennedy Brooks been this week? He's been good. Um, you know, and, and when we recruited him out of Mansfield, uh, I mean, he came he came from a program that ran the ball a bunch. You know, he's a guy that used to carry it 30, 35 times, so that means you have a ton of reps. I mean, he's a great zone runner. He ran zones and he ran power, so those two run plays, you got to have patience and you got to know the blocking scheme, so you know, kind of what you see out there with the patience is, is you know, what he grew up playing. You, we, we've mentioned it, but you're running it really well. You're extremely efficient, efficient throwing it right now. How can this offense improve? You know, I think just maybe um, scoring every drive. <laughs> what a great you know, and I just, I just, I, that's just where we feel like we should be. And and when you know, if if something doesn't go right, it's typically not what somebody else is doing. It's something that we're doing. And and again, you know, we we constantly talk to our players about just doing your job and not try to play outside of it. And uh, we don't put anybody in a position where they can't do something. You know, it's just you you do your job. The next guy does his job, and it usually works pretty good. And Coach Riley usually gets us some pretty good plays. Final thought. You weren't here the last time this schooner tipped over, were you? Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 93, right? Yeah, I was playing here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was against Colorado. Was that the craziest thing yeah, you've seen? I, I get, it was the, the game I got knocked out in. Canavis <laughs> McGee. So you remember it or you don't well, remember it? it? I, I believe that's the right one. <laughs> because I believe it was the same day that I got knocked out in. That was my senior year. Yeah, it was against Colorado. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I got knocked out. And the next thing I remember, I was up in some hospital up in the city in one of those those tubes like this and which that was the first time I came back around it was like 45 minutes later they put me on a helicopter and flew me up to the city so oh my gosh yeah. that was a pretty wild visual though today wasn't uh, it yes but I, I told them up there I said oh gosh I said I don't like this because the last time it, I saw this it was not a good day <laughs> so, and you get superstitious like right. oh no not again you know, this so. is a bad omen that's exactly right so. well it wasn't a bad omen but congrats on the way yeah, thank you appreciate it guys uh, great stuff always from Kale Gundy. Sooners win it today, 52-14. to 14. And, uh, again, everybody's okay with the uh, schooner incident. The uh, OU Athletic Department released a statement saying that uh, there were a couple of students, I believe, that had minor injuries, but they've checked out okay. The ponies are okay. Not so top ten. Here we come. Gonna, <laughs> That's right. Probably <laughs> going to need to be some repairs to the schooner before we see it again. But uh, they've got a road game and a bye week, so we've got three weeks to get it in the shop here and uh, and we'll go to unhitching it again after that 52 14 Sooners win it let's take a break much more post game coming up this is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College trips left Brian Mead is in the game at linebacker unbalanced snap to Kendall handoff Letty Brown bent in the backfield and dropped for a loss boy there were four red jerseys there selling artist Post Malone is coming to the Chesapeake Energy Arena with his runaway tour on November 4. Tickets are on sale now at the arena's box office. Let's go back downstairs one more time and hear from, uh, not one more time, many more times, but I want to get one more thought from Rufus Alexander when we come back. Here's Kenneth Murray. 
Right, Toby, down here with uh, Kenneth Murray. First of all, I got a chance to finally meet your dad, your aunt, saw your girl before the, the game. How cool is it to have your family here for you every step of the way? Uh, it's amazing. Um, you know, everybody that's close to me, they know that my family means everything to me. So uh, just having them here to support me every week and just being there just means, you know, a tremendous amount to me. So, um, you know, love my family and I'm um, just happy to have those guys here with me and continue to grind this thing out. What click? But uh, obviously, gave up 14 first half points. It's amazing how perceptions have changed. Where, you know, that that makes you mad now. But what what clicked to shut them down the rest of the way? Um, just coming out here, just continuing to do what we do. Um, you know, feel like you know, you know, those those first you know two TDs came off of you know a couple of plays that that really just were, you know, just just us inflicted you know inflicting ourselves and really just not getting getting to where we needed to be. Um, but, um, you know, once we, we locked in and continued to do our job, we went ahead and finished the game out. So I'm um, definitely happy that we finished the game out. But, you know, it's more. And so we're going to continue to push for more. I feel like you guys, it drives you even more, too. You know, obviously success makes you feel good. But you said it all week long. Hey, we're going to be, be determined how great we are week to week. So did you see the response you wanted? This team not getting just happy with beating Texas. Did you see them build and continue get, to get better like you want them to? Yeah, I definitely feel like we came out here and we were, we were ready to play. We were hungry, trying to go out there and make plays. Um, but, um, you know, after, you know, the game's over with, um, you know, um, you know, happy to get the win, but it's more. And, um, you know, that's what we're going to push for throughout the week. So we got to have a, a great week of preparation this week and go out there and, and be better next week. You like these 11 a.m. starts, don't you? Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm, to be honest, like, I'm, I'm an early bird. So, I mean, I'm, every day I'm up. I mean, I'm generally in the facility at 545 every day. So, so getting up to play football ain't, ain't nothing for me. So, you know, I, I like – I like being up early and come in and come here, ball out, then go chill with the family a little bit. Hey, final thought, I'll let you go. You know, Teddy Lehman's on our radio broadcast mm -hmm. crew. You've talked a lot about being the fifth. Mm -hmm. I don't think I've seen Teddy smile this much in a long time. So how does it feel whenever you kind of see these guys that are appreciating what you guys are doing that have helped lay the groundwork here? Man, it's, you know, that, that means so much. Um, because, you know, when you come to a place like this, uh, you know, it's tradition and it's it's legacy and it's, you know, being here, you know, if you, it just, if we're just being honest, if, you, if you're just a regular player here, then, you know, you're not really remembered. And so, um, you know, having those guys who set the standard and who, who were great here and, and have been remembered here, you know, it, it creates a lot more motivation for us to go out there and try to be great and try to go out there and be remembered because, you know, we understand, you know, if you, if you don't do spectacular things here, if you don't, if you don't do things at an above average rate, then you know you're not going to be remembered here uh, playing in Oklahoma because there's just so many greats and there's so much great tradition around here. So um, having those guys support, having those guys constantly, um, you know, giving us advice and you know Teddy is somebody that you know I'm able to talk to you know week in and week out and just you know give me advice here and there and just just having all that um, you know it's it's definitely great and it's, it's it's something that's special to be a part of. Hey, congrats, to you, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. What do you think about that, Ted? He's a special young man. He really is. Um, I, I'm proud of what he's done. I got to tell you, he – and Rufus will tell you this. Whenever we played here at OU, it was like – I guess the way to put it is I just went out there and did everything that I saw Rocky do. You know, I saw the guy in front of me uh, – be a, a multiple-time All-American, win the Butkus Award. It's like, okay, that's how you do it. I'm going to go do that. And the guys behind you, 
do the same thing. They've seen, you know, it, it's just kind of how it was. Rufus, same thing with Rufus. And what I think is so special about Kenneth Murray's he's kind of he's had to navigate this thing himself you know he's had uh, a new coaching staff come in which is hard to adapt and you've got to be open-minded and you've got to flush everything that you learned before and and try and start at square one and he did that and he bought in from from the from the word go with these guys and it's to to see that you know, people have kind of thrown away the, the Oklahoma defense. Ah, they don't play defense there in the Big 12. They don't play defense in at Oklahoma. They don't need to. It would be easy to say that, well, you know, we gave it a run here. It's, you know, we're, it's just not going to be who we are. They've resisted that. He's resisted that and continue to put in the work, fight, believe in yourself, believe that you do have what it takes to be great, and go out there and do it and, and turn things around and go from – being let's let's be honest, uh, a laughing stock defensively in college football, to now we're talking about Kenneth Murray as the midseason favorite, possibly to win the Butkus Award, that goes to the nation's best linebacker. From a year ago, uh, a bunch of people saying that he's not any good and this defense isn't any good. That's impressive to me. That takes um, that takes tremendous amount of self-belief, self-confidence and work ethic to stick it out and not believe what people are saying to continue to press and grind and um, just fantastic stuff from Kenneth Murray. Couldn't be prouder of the young man. That was really well said and in the middle of that one of the most bizarre-looking flea flickers I've ever seen in my life just executed by Mississippi State. Rue, you want to follow up on that? Yeah, I mean, in a lot, a lot of the same things of what Teddy said. I mean, I had a roadmap to it. Uh, I had Gayron Allen to teach me the defense, but I had Teddy on the field that showed me how to play. I was challenged whenever I was recruited by Coach Venables. They told me I had the t I had two buckets award-winning linebackers, and if you want to if you want to follow greatness, if you want to play with the best competition, this is where you come. And, th and that was one of the reasons why I came. For what Kenneth Murray's doing, he's paving the way for the other young linebackers. So he's the example for the other guys. So like for OU, when they changed the narrative of who they were throughout the '90s to being a 2000 powerhouse, it took a group of guys to change that whole dynamic, the way the ship was going, and it take guys and the back end to follow that because you never want to be the group to mess the momentum up. You never want to be the group to fall behind. And what Kenneth Murray's doing is he's setting a legacy for young guys that come behind him to not want to let him down as a player because he's going to be that person that's going to be remembered that the young guys are not going to want to let down. And that was my thing. I didn't want to let Teddy down from what they did whenever I was here. And it just kind of continues to grow on and on. And I had the privilege of playing with Lance Mitchell's so with Lance Mitchell, and I looked up to him as well, so I didn't want to let him down while I was playing on the field with him. So it's just it kind of comes to that respect thing for each other, and I think he, you know, he has such a good head on his shoulder and such a good respect for the guys who played before him and respect for guys he played with now, and that I think they'll keep on feeding on that. And I just, like I said, I love watching him play. I am love sometimes I get to talk to him. I've spoken with his dad before, and he's just continued to grow in this defense and become a better and better player. And as he goes, they go. Well, one more thing quickly. Um, he's been fantastic, but Rufus will tell you this too. Uh, every good linebacker has a good defensive line in front of him. 
Okay, uh, Bosworth had Casillas. Um, I had Harrison Dvorak. Um, you know, you go back, Shote, Cumbie, those guys had Selman brother. I mean, you've always got guys in front of you. And the linebacker's the guy that usually gets most of the credit for it because you're able to run sideline to sideline and make the plays. But the defensive line in front of Kenneth Murray has been fantastic this year. There's, I, I mean, I can name you six, seven guys that are having by far their best year. And that's as, as big a credit to anything, um, you know, is, what this defense has done as well. Is that defense Defensive line has been been cooking this year. Nine tackles, one and a half tackles for loss for Kenneth Murray today. It's so fun to watch him have a special season with you guys on our broadcast crew. This has been fun. Rue, thanks for stopping by today. Great Thank stuff as always. Me. Appreciate it. Rufus Alexander, let's take a timeout. More postgame reaction coming up. Sooners win at 52-14 over West Virginia. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Sooner fans, when you download the Chick-fil-A app in order, you can start earning points toward delicious rewards. Great play by Charleston Rambo you heard coming out of that commercial break. Let's go downstairs. Ball out Charlie is with Chris Plank. Charleston Rambo, big day. Hey, take us through what was clicking out there, what was working for you today. Just getting the ball, getting on the field, you know, getting open and just, just having my quarterback trust me. What's the patience like whenever you know you're doing all the right things and the ball doesn't come your way because you got CD out there, you got Jaden. I mean, it, it takes some patience in this offense, doesn't it? Yeah, it does, but, I mean, it's going to come. It's going to come. I mean, when it do come, make some of it. That's all we think of. For you, have you felt that, you know, your increased strength, your increased power that you worked on this year? Has it really been something you've noticed on game day that's helped you out? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Just getting the ball, picking my legs up, you know, ankle tackles, you know, you're not tackling by my ankles no more. So, yeah. <laughs> and then finally, your confidence in Jalen Hurts. What have you seen in his growth from the moment that he came on campus, immersing himself in this offense and becoming your, your quarterback? Him? Mm, just knowing that he can run, and now he just – He's just doing both right now, but I mean, if anything, I could just say he's he's trusting us more. So he's he's trusting receivers more. Well, and take us through that. Not to, I promise you three questions. I've asked five now, so I'm sorry. But how key is that to know? Hey, you throw it up there. I'm gonna go up and make a play. Yeah, just going through practice. You know, throwing the ball up, getting it, or just throwing a little a little iffy ball in between a zone coverage. You know, he's we just see he's just starting to trust us. Well, congrats on the win, man. Yeah, thanks. Charleston Rambo, four catches, 71 yards, and a touchdown today. It was his fifth of the year. Coach Merv, I'd be interested. Uh, you know, this team's playing good football. They're 7-0. Where can they be better? Where can this team still get better? This team? Yeah. Oh, golly, that's, that's hard to say because everybody they, they play are, are somewhat different. I, uh, I, uh, and, and you know, you, you you see what happens with kickoffs and uh, try to run it out or not run it out or whatever, and uh, you know they vary so much that uh, uh, you know I, I think really just the big thing they can do is uh, just try to get better at everything that they're doing. I don't have any anything at all that I would. Uh, it's a pretty good sign. <laughs> yeah. well, really, I, 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 I don't know of any of the guys that are playing regularly that I say, well, there's one thing he can't do. You know, he, he, uh, 
doesn't protect the quarterback very well or he has to block a linebacker he's not very good at it, or things like that. But uh, that staff has uh, kind of got their own area, and they've put them together, and together they look pretty darn good. <laughs> you know, the, the great thing, Teddy, is you can, like, week by week now, you can go in as a coaching staff and say, look what happened to Georgia. Don't let this be the week that tripped you up. Right. Look what happened to Wisconsin. Don't let this be the week that tripped you up. I think that helps when you can look around and see other – because they're going to be big favorites in a bunch of games here down the stretch. Yeah, and it really is a confounding question. What can this team do better? Um, They can clean up some penalties maybe a little bit. I don't even know today that there was any penalties that you say weren't weren't like effort – base plays or, you know, pass interference, those are going to happen. Stuff like that's going to happen. So, I mean, we were talking over the break. They're almost – today they almost had a point for play that they ran. They ran 59 total plays and had 52 points on the scoreboard. Incredibly efficient offensively. Um, Running the ball at a tremendous clip. It's just it, 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 they are clicking at a, a great level right now. Defensively, we're playing really good for the most part. West Virginia, you know, the total yards that that they uh, accumulated was very minimal. We're playing really good right now. It, it, you know, aside from you know just some some strange things happening on a football field, I honestly because I do think that this team has great leadership on both sides of the ball. Mm-hmm. It's hard for me to find a place where they're going to come out and just flat out not have it. I just don't see it. Now, college football is college football, and a lot of really good teams lose to average or below teams. It just it happens every single year. But with this team, it's, it's hard to forecast that at all. I mean, I, I don't know where that would happen. Next week's opponent, Kansas State, leading TCU at halftime, 14 to 10. Let's take a break. We got Trey Brown coming up next. Sooners win it today, 52 14. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Sooner football has been brought to you by Brahms Ice Cream and Dairy Stores, Farm Fresh for over 50 years. Coca-Cola, share a Coke with a teammate, rival, or a friend this season. Coca-Cola, official partner of the Oklahoma Sooners. And by Red Carpet Charters, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. 28-14, Oklahoma on top. We're two minutes into the second half. Hurts, play action, straight drop, pocket collapses. He'll run it himself. He's got all kinds of room. 10-5, he'll walk in. Easy like Sunday morning. Jalen Hurts from 22, totes it into the end zone. 52 to 14. Toby Rowland will rejoin us coming up here in just a bit. It's Bud Light Post Game Show with Teddy Lehman. I'm Chris Plank. Uh, Magic. We're going to head back to the locker room here in a second. We'll hear from Trey Brown. But uh, I, I think the one common thought, Ted, from down in the locker room was twofold. Number one, what an odd day. Right. <laughs> just, just overall. Number two, how can a team look at the stat sheet and see 560 total yards, an opposition that only ran the ball for what? 51 yards you win by 38 but you you feel like there can be so much more I think that's awesome to hear yeah I 
you know, a lot of that is there's always going to be stuff. I, I can't speak so much offensively, but defensively, there's always going to be stuff where um, guys aren't in the right gap. We we lose a, a coverage out there. I remember one was we had a wide open guy in the flat on a critical spot and they missed him. Um, you know, there's always going to be stuff like that, that that coaches dial in on. You can be better in your tackling, you know, instead of letting a, letting a guy get four or five yards, it should be a, a two-yard gain and a knockback tackle, and there's technique stuff everywhere. I mean, there's always going to be stuff to coach on every film, but we're talking about an offense that scored 52 points on 59 plays and a defense that held a Big 12 opponent to 14 points and 242 total yards. So, um as far as the goal board, defensively, Oklahoma's going to hit almost every goal on there except for turnovers. So, um, all in all, fantastic day. The U.S. Drug Enforcement Administration's National Prescription Drug Take Back Day is Saturday, October 26th from 10 to 2. That's 10 a to 2 p.m. To find a collection site near you, visit DEATakeback.com. Moments ago, I caught up in the locker room with Trey Brown. Right here. W down here with Trey Brown. Uh, Trey, obviously, West Virginia tried to take some shots on you guys throughout the game today, but you did a really good job. What was kind of the, the key to shutting down any attempt they had on a deep passing game today? Just stay on top, high five, you know, uh, trust the technique like the coaches talk about. <clears throat> And uh, let everything else take for the rest. Go make a play. Hey, and Kenneth Murray's waiting in the wings. We're going to talk to him about it here in a second. We just talked to Tibbs. There wasn't really, there wasn't really an adjustment, was there, whenever it came to trying to slow things down for West Virginia? You guys just kept doing what you were doing, right? Oh yeah, of course. You know, we're, one thing we talk about is never, never change for an opponent. Have the opponent adjust for us. And uh, that's one thing we harp about. And um, man, we just go out there. You know, like I said before, coaches give us a call. We just go execute at our best. You know. What was the uh, biggest challenge defending from last week with some of the taller receivers? You guys played well against Texas. What was the biggest challenge with West Virginia today? Um, just like transitioning from like the height to speed. You know, uh, number thirteen. He was uh, the receivers were really uh, fast, but they were also strong and stuff like that. So uh, you had to like do things a lot faster than what you would. Uh, with Texas, you know, because of Texas, you had to, you know, you know, be a lot patient. Um, and uh, West Vita had a lot of fast receivers, so you had to just go. You getting used to this 11 a.m. thing? Do you like it, or are you, are you ready for oh, some prime time? Oh, no, sir. I'm ready for some prime time. <laughs> I'm tired of waking up at this time. Uh, I, need, I, need, I need a full, you know, a full recovery. It's, like, yeah, it's time to go. <laughs> hey, a final thought before we let you get out of here. You know, we, we see Roy's videos. We see the passion from Roy Manning. Can you take us through individually, individually Trey, what he's meant to you? Man, he's meant a lot. You know, um, you know he, he helps us on the field, and he also helps us off the field. He's there whenever we need him. Um, Whenever you feel like you're alone, uh, he makes sure that you're not alone because he's going through some. He, he's been through some things that most of us have been through and stuff like that. And uh, on the field, he just brings so much, so much fire, and it just make everything so much exciting. All right, man. Congrats on the win. Yes, sir. That's Trey Brown from Thanks, down sir. in the locker room. Oklahoma wins it by a final score of 52 to 14. When we come back, Toby Rowland will re rejoin us on the Bud Light Post Game Show. OU 52, West Virginia 14. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. On the Sooner Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, Sooner Football has been brought to you by Mercy. At Mercy, your life is our life's work. Shelter Insurance. Find an agent for your auto, home, and life at shelterinsurance.com. And by Taco Mayo. Fresh ingredients built to order. 
This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. You can send your questions to AskSooners at OU.edu or tweet them to at OU on the air. It's time to talk Sooner football. Second and one, Jalen. Deep drop, steps up. Going to take a deep shot near sideline. Looking for Lee Morris. Touchdown! Six-yard lollipop from Jalen Hurts to Lee Morris. And for the first time this year, Lee Morris finds the end zone. 52-14 Sooners win it. That play right there is your Pizza Hut delivery of the game. Teddy Lehman, Pizza Hut. When OU wins, you win free pizza. Visit Soonersports.com slash Pizza Hut for more details. Teddy Lehman enjoying a Pizza Hut pizza. As we speak, let's take a look at the final stats here. Jump in when you want, Ted or Coach. Final stats brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Max. OU ran it for 197 today, 363 through the air. 59 plays, 560 total yards. West Virginia, 51 on the ground, 191 through the air. 64 plays for the Mountaineers for 242. 51 rushing for West Virginia on 30 carries. So it's not as if they were down and were just throwing the ball all over the yard. They tried to run it. 30 carries, only 51 yards. Penalties, OU 6 for 64. West Virginia 4 for 29. Mountaineers had about a seven-minute advantage in time of possession. Third down, Sooners just two of seven today on offense. West Virginia goes 5 for 18. Fourth downs, Mountaineers were two of three. Individual numbers on our Taco Mayo Fresh Mex stats. Jalen Hurts a spectacular day. 16 of 17 passing, 316 yards, three touchdowns, no picks. On the ground, he ran it 10 times for 75 yards and two more touchdowns. Kennedy Brooks, 10 carries, 70 yards and a touchdown. I kind of thought today, Teddy, it would be uh, Trey Sermon, the feature back. It wasn't. It was Brooks again. Interesting, isn't it? You How just, the last two weeks that yeah. has changed? Yeah, you just never know. Um, you honestly never know week by week who it's going to be. I don't know that there's a method to the madness. I, you know, I, I think Kennedy Brooks is is really smooth. I think Pledger uh, adds something. I think uh, Sermon adds. I mean, they're all. You know, a little bit unique whenever you, you talk about how they how they carry the football. But, yeah, it, it's fascinating to see how it goes. And, you know, I think Kennedy looks really good right now. I think he's he's running the best right now on the team. But that could change next week. Yeah. And Sermon could now be the guy you feel best about. Sermon did have five carries today, but only for 17 yards. Charleston Rambo, the leading receiver today, four catches, 71 yards and a touchdown. CeeDee Lamb also had three grabs for 71 yards. Kenneth Murray, the leading tackler, with nine. Mountaineers, Austin Kindle goes 15 of 31 passing, 182 yards, two touchdowns, no picks, no sacks on the day. Letty Brown, their leading ball carrier, 16 carries, 28 yards. T.J. Simmons, their best receiver, six catches, 74 yards, two touchdowns. Josh Norwood led them with 11 tackles. You know, you, you got a quarterback who completes less than 50% of his passes, which is fantastic. Only 182 yards on 31 attempts. But how many of those completions came on touch passes? Five, possibly? Four, five at least? So it's more like probably 11 of 31. What is Matt Rule wearing today? <laughs> it looks like a uh, one of the vests that one of the, the – 
the down like a the chain attendant. marker guys wear. <laughs> <laughs> that is bizarre. Final stats brought to you by Taco Mayo Fresh Mex. Fresh ingredients built to order. By the way, Baylor up 7-6 to six in Stillwater. Five minutes to go first quarter. A blocked extra point has that one-point lead for them. Let's take a break. More post-game sound from the Victoria Sooner locker room coming up. 52-14 the final today here in Norman. This is Sooner football from Learfield IMG College. There's the snap back. And oh. it. it's blocked. It's recovered in the end zone. It's a touchdown! Stockner. Braden Willis blocked it. Austin Stockner recovered. You're listening to the Bud Light Post Game Show. Saturdays are better with a crisp Bud Light at your tailgate. Keep it crisp, Oklahoma, and please drink responsibly. Thank you very much, Michael Dean. Somebody on their radio show predicted Austin Stockner's first touchdown of the year would be today. That is a show that I would listen to. Let's go back downstairs to Chris Plank. Toby down here with Kennedy Brooks and Creed Humphrey. First of all, Creed, easy to block for this guy, right, with his patience. Talk about kind of what you saw from him today. Yeah, it's not. Uh, it's pretty nice blocking for him for sure. You know, it makes our jobs a lot easier, definitely. Hey, hey, take me through what was working for you out there today, Kennedy. Man, just running behind him. You know, just, that's, that's what uh, which makes it easy, man. They make my job so much easier. Open up, like, big holes for me just to get through and just do my thing. Take me through like the different mentality. Now, this is a team when the defense goes on the field, everyone's confident, everyone's energized. You know, they give up 14 first half points, and we're like, what's going on? And they shut them out in the second half. This team's really uh, confident in this defense, aren't they? Oh, definitely. You know, uh, Coach Grinch and everybody, they've done such a great job this defense, you know, and everybody's really bought in. And I think that's helped out a lot. So, I, you know, I love watching this defense play. You and I joked last week that you watched Kansas from your couch. Mm -hmm. So you go out and you ball out against Texas. How'd it feel for you just individually out there today to really have a big day? Uh, man, it feels amazing. You know, I love. Love playing for this team. I love just going out there and doing what I love. You know, just it's just a blessing, man. Honestly. You know what was kind of cool afterwards? Everyone seeing Austin Kendall. You guys came in together. So what was that like for you to see him on the other sideline? Yeah, it's awesome. You know, it, it was a little bit weird for sure. Definitely. Uh, I, me and him were roommates whenever I first got here really? for a year. So uh, yeah, me and him are extremely close. You know, we're really good friends. And we keep up with each other all the time still. But uh, you know, it was weird seeing him. But uh, he did a good job today, and I'm proud of him. What's the next step now, Kennedy? What does this team need to do to continue to improve? Uh, just think hungry, man. Just not getting comfortable. Just not, not being satisfied with what we're doing right now. Always strive to get better. All right. Congrats on that, guys. Thank you. Thank you. All right, thank you. Listen to Sooner Sports Talk presented by AT&T with head coach Lincoln Riley Tuesdays at Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue in Norman. Sooner fans can also stop by and visit with Coach Riley or with Teddy Lehman from 6 to 8 p.m. Stop on by your hometown Whataburger and try their one-of-a-kind patty melt with two all-beef patties, grilled onions, Monterey Jack cheese, and their famous creamy pepper sauce. All on Texas toast. It's like you're telling your taste buds how much you love them. 52-14 Sooners win today. Let's take a break. Teddy, I need your player of the game today when we come back. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. On the Sooner Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, Sooner football has been brought to you by Allstate. College football is mayhem. Be better protected with Allstate. And by MidFirst Bank, exclusive home of the OU Visa credit and debit card. This is the Bud Light Post Game Show. 30-yard try, making a 29-yard try for Burkich, who's 5 for 5 on the year, and he's 6 for 6 now as he knocks it through. The Sooners are over that century mark. It's now 52 to 14. On the always exciting field goal highlight on the postgame show. Sooners win it by that score today, 52-14. Teddy Lehman, I need your mid-first bank player of the game today. 
I'm going with Jalen Hurts. I, I, I hate giving it to the quarterback. He gets all the credit. We talk about him nonstop. But his game today was spectacular. Leading rusher, a uh, couple of touchdowns on the ground, uh, throwing 16 of 17, fantastic. He threw the ball downfield uh, with great accuracy, really good decision-making after a couple of games where he you know, had some questionable decisions cooked in there. I thought he was just absolutely fantastic today. I've got to go with Jalen Hurts. MidFirst Bank is a premier partner of OU Athletics and your exclusive home for the OU credit and debit card. Go to midfirst.com slash Sooners for details. MidFirst Bank is true to your money. Back downstairs, Chris Plank with Buki. Toby, a couple quick questions with Brendan Radley-Hiles. Not you, Toby Baldwin. Oh, Toby, a couple questions. <laughs> Buki, congratulations, man. How did it feel out there? What was the what was the big adjustment for this defense, if any? Uh, really, just playing downhill, making sure that you're fast. You know, you identify what they're trying to do, trust your rules, and play downhill. I can really sense a good relationship between you and Alex Grinch and how you guys trust each other. Can you take us through how that's developed and how that's kind of really helped you mature and get better? Uh, really just... You know, from the meetings and practice, you know, there has never been a time where I've ever hesitated to ask him a question or, or you know, just anything in general where he hasn't answered me. He always has an answer for me or any situation I ever get in. And I feel as if, you know, just the football IQ that I have, you know, I feel as if we match very well. You know, so he, he just my teammates as well, though. My teammates help me, you know, just increase my game. Hey, final thought. How confident is this defense right now? Because this team feel, really feels like they're starting to find another level. Is that a fair assessment? Uh, I would just say that we, we, we prepare properly. You know, we, we understand what it takes to walk into a stadium. We understand the level of preparation that has to go into the game because the game is won throughout the week. The game isn't really won on Saturdays if, if you know what you're, you know, if you know, if you really know football, you know, so I feel as if the reps, that we, the amount of reps that we have, you know, and the, just the things that Coach Green shows us throughout the week, we walk into the stadium expecting and, and, and you know, it's really not a lot of things that we don't, you know, recognize. Congrats on buddy. Thank you. Appreciate it. The defensive players starting to sound like their defensive yeah, coordinator. Yeah, what do you think about that? It's one during the week. Uh, what? <laughs> How about that? Um, I, but I'll, I'll tell you, there is a lot of truth to that, and there's a lot of truth to the way they practice. And those guys are locked in right now. You know, they will get – on a regular practice day, they will get up to – between 60 and 80 run fit reps before the practice even starts whenever they go just quick really quick through it a uh, bunch of guys get in on the action it's not just the starters so the amount of reps they get by the time the week is done you're talking about over 300 reps of run fits uh, of what the opposing team is going to run at you and these guys it's starting to click they starting to get to a point where they've seen it all at this point in the season so uh, really good stuff Take a final postgame timeout. We got some postgame uh, or some final statistical nuggets from Stats Kelly and a uh, look around the scoreboard before we get out of here. Sooners win 52-14. This is Sooner Football from Learfield IMG College. Mordecai hands to Pledger. Pledger bounces outside, go. 25 to the 20, cuts it up to the 15, to the 10-yard line, and he's tackled there. And that'll do it. He's in bounds. Lincoln Riley takes off his headset and starts the walk across midfield. No problem today for the Sooners. They unhitch the wagon back in the second quarter with great fanfare today. Clock says 10 as Neil Brown and Lincoln Riley share a hug at midfield. Five, four, three. Win column, 
sooner. Game over. Oklahoma moves to 7-0. They win it today in Norman by the final of 52-14. Final time inside the broadcast booth here at Owen Field. There's how it ended today. A couple of statistical nuggets from Stats Kelly. C.D. Lamb goes over 3,000 career all-purpose yards today. 27th sooner to do that. Jalen Hurts goes over 2,000 yards passing on the season today. He had 391 total yards. Sooners did not have a sack today, but they did have nine tackles for loss. 560 total yards for OU on the day. West Virginia had not allowed more than 420 in any game before today. And uh, OU gets a sellout today, 127th straight sellout. They move to 8-0 and against West Virginia in Big 12 play. The Sooners remain the only Big 12 team that the Mountaineers have yet to beat in conference play. There's a note here from uh, Stats that is true, Teddy. This was a far cry from the game we saw last year at Morgantown, the 59-56 game. It's a far cry from most of the Oklahoma-West Virginia yeah. games that we've seen recently. Been some high-scoring affairs. So, yeah, um, we're at different places right now uh, in our programs. West Virginia starting over, Oklahoma clicking nicely. Jana King, clean sweep of scores from around the Big 12 and around the country. Good one brewing in Manhattan. TCU, K-State tied 17-all. Five and a half to go third quarter. Final in Lubbock today. Iowa State beat Texas Tech 34-24. Cyclones are getting it together, man. They win on the road again today. It's one shocking thing. We know that they've played defense really well, but kind of the thought is, yeah, but they lost Montgomery. They've lost their big wide receivers. Purdy's a leading passer in the Big 12 right now. 378 yards passing and three more touchdowns on the day. Uh, Baylor, 7-6 lead early second quarter in Stillwater. A blocked extra point, the difference in that one. 6 o'clock tonight on the Longhorn Network. Texas and Kansas will meet. If you missed it earlier in the postgame show, we had a major upset in college football today. Illinois gets a field goal at the Horn to beat Wisconsin 24-23, handing the Badges their first loss. Number three, Clemson, 45-10 winner over Louisville. Uh, Florida beat South Carolina in a good game, 38-27. They pulled away late in that one. Auburn, 51-10 over a hapless Arkansas team. Iowa beat Purdue 26-20. Some top 25 games underway right now. Washington leading Oregon nearing halftime 14-7. Cincinnati up 10-0 on Tulsa late second. App State is ranked now. They're up 24-7 on UL Monroe second quarter. LSU leads Mississippi State in Starkville 15-7. About five minutes to go till halftime in that one. SMU up 17-0 on Temple second quarter there. And unbeaten Minnesota leading Rutgers 14-0 midway through the second there. That's your clean sweep of scores around the country, around the Big 12, brought to you by Jana King. Jana King is the king of clean. Final thought? Uh, this team's rolling right now. It's hard to, it's hard to really see where they would have a hiccup. Um, I, Kansas State is a solid football team, but 
still going to be severely outmatched. You know, you're going to have to go up there ready to play, play good defensively and, and do what you do offensively. But, I mean, I, I just – I honestly believe that the separation between Oklahoma and the rest of the conference has, has really been on display. You know, and, and I know most people would still probably put Texas as the second-best team, and I know that was a fairly tight game a week ago, but – the scoreboard, it was tight, but Oklahoma dominated that football game and really should have uh, beat them pretty bad. So I don't know, man. I, I just I feel like this team's in a great spot. It's hard to to really find anything to nitpick with this squad right now. I like where they're at. Great job today, man. It was a lot of fun. Teddy Always Lehman. is. Let's take a look at this week's upcoming Sooner Athletic event. Same time next week for the fifth straight Saturday. It'll be an 11 a.m. kickoff for the Sooners. We'll be in Manhattan, Kansas for that one. Bill Snyder Family Stadium. Our pregame coverage will start for you at 9 a.m. This look at upcoming OU events brought to you by Red Carpet Charters, the official motor coach carrier of OU Athletics. Big thanks to the best crew in college football again. Teddy Lehman, Merv Johnson, Chris Plank, Gabe Eichert, engineers and producers Michael Dean and Drake Dyken, spotter Greg Tripp Blackwood, Dennis Stats Kelly on the numbers, Tom Shores, our sideline engineer, Rufus Alexander, and Seth Summer running the show for us back in our Learfield IMG Sooner Studios. Final score one final time from Owen Field in Norman. It was Oklahoma 52 and West Virginia 14. Until next Saturday up in Manhattan, this is Toby Rowland saying Sooners win and Boomers Sooner, everybody. Sooner football has been brought to you by Homeland, proud sponsor of Sooner football, and by OU Medicine, number one in the field. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Sooner Sports Network.